Hello and welcome back to the MRX Lab podcast, brought to you by FlexMR, where we investigate and explore topics on the fringes of market research. I'm your host, Chris Martin, and today we're going to be talking about a topic I especially enjoy, tabletop RPGs, and what they can teach us about becoming better storytellers. I was actually fortunate enough to be able to present on this topic at the MRS conference earlier this year, and in putting that together, I discovered there's a surprising amount of lessons we can draw from the somewhat obscure medium. But I guess the first question it's probably worth answering is, what exactly is a tabletop RPG? In short, it's a game. The type played around a table with pen, paper, miniature figurines, maps, and the theatre of the mind. The earliest example comes from 1974, when traditional role-playing games were merged with rule-based representation to create Dungeons & Dragons. Today, various TTRPGs, as they're known, are played by an estimated 25 million people worldwide. In one of these games, there are two distinct roles. There is one Dungeon Master, or Game Master, and then usually four to six players, sometimes more or less. The players choose a class and a race relevant to the setting, and then attempt to navigate a story that the Dungeon Master lays out, in scenes that include conversation with characters, battles, stealth, decision making, and more. But the role I want to hone in on is that of the Dungeon Master, sometimes shortened to DM. That's because this person acts as the storyteller, narrating the adventure to the players. Naturally, Storytelling itself is a huge part of the DM's role, and engaging players in that story, especially when so much of it is purely spoken, is a real challenge. That means Dungeon Masters typically dedicate a significant amount of time to understanding what makes a story engaging. Over my time playing these games, acting as DM and speaking to others in the same position, I've picked up quite a bit of advice uh, that often may not be thought about in more common storytelling environments but it's still really valuable. So here's 10 things I've learned about storytelling from TTRPGs that can be applied to the insights industry. One, create the right environment. This takes place before the story even starts, considering where the story will be told, the mood of the setting, and how to create an engaging environment. In games, this might involve using a unique space or board, adding background music, visuals, or props, Some might even go as far as lighting sessions by candlelight. The important point is, it feels special, a break from the mundane or the everyday. This primes an audience for the coming story and helps remove outside distractions. In MR, considering the debrief environment could involve using off-site locations, providing food, bringing props, or even participants into the sessions, and elevating the sense of grandeur that surrounds the debrief. Next. Start from humble beginnings. The first few moments are the most important to hook audiences into our stories. So they shouldn't start with grand, abstract narratives about the world or the law. Instead, the first moments should be small, human, and relatable. We should be able to empathise with characters early on, and continue that emotional engagement even later on as the story starts to crescendo. Third, treat audience members as active participants rather than passive observers. This means remembering that audience members have an active role to play in the story itself. 
It's easy to get carried away with the story, but slowing down and giving the audience a chance to interact at relevant moments does engage them much, much better in the narrative. Also, it's important to adapt stories to fit the roles and motivations of those participants. Not everyone in a room is there for the same reason. Uh, whether it's a tabletop game or a research presentation, try to understand the reason behind why each person is in that room. What do they want to get out of the story? What is most relevant to them? What do they want to do with the information that you're going to give to them? Next up, one of my favourite devices, using recurring characters to tell of changes in the world. Change in the flow of time can be quite abstract concepts, especially if we don't actively witness it ourselves. But building empathy with a character and explaining the ways in which greater changes in the world affect that character can help us resonate much better with the narrative. This approach also tends to be much more emotionally impactful and memorable. 6. Give important moments additional flavour. Here we're talking about word choice and speed. Important moments that should be remembered can be highlighted with richer, more detailed and more granular descriptions that take more time to tell. Slow down to ingrain something better in somebody's memory. And that brings us to also embracing the messiness that comes with complexity. A slightly more abstract concept, this is about telling a full story, not just one that ties up all loose ends. Because we have an innate desire to wrap narrative points together, make connections, and bring it to one singular conclusion. But there may not always be a connection there, and that doesn't mean the plot point, the story point, the narrative point should be ignored. The complexity of reality that exists outside the microcosm of just the central story is what makes it most grounded and most believable. Point number eight is to remember that goals, loss and intimacy are the real hooks of engagement. This doesn't necessarily need to be personal. All of these concepts can apply to business stakeholders too. To appeal to intimacy, find a topic that they are extremely familiar with, perhaps their team, their line of work. But to appeal to loss, tell a story of what once was, declining business fortunes, perhaps greater change in the world. My penultimate point is to leave threads of mystery open for future exploration. Many projects will answer questions, of course, but they may also lead to more questions. Don't shy away from these, but use them to create hooks that will keep stakeholders returning to learn more, to continue following the narrative and find out what happens next. Finally, my last tip is to recap everything in multiple formats. Remember that not everybody learns or digests information in the same way. So the more formats you're able to provide the key information in, the more chance you have of engaging that audience. If you're making a presentation, consider providing written summaries, perhaps videos or infographics that audience members can take away. Give yourself every possible chance to make it a lasting, impactful memory. That brings me to the end of today's episode. I want to thank you for tuning into the MRX Lab podcast. Remember, you can subscribe to be notified when we publish new episodes on your favourite podcasting service, and you can check out our show notes at www.fletzamar.net. Just head over to the Resource Centre and choose Podcast from the drop-down menu. While we're out of time today, I will see you next time 
where we'll be talking about the gig economy and the impact it has had on both market research and insights professionals. 